Ask the podcast coach for May 7th, 2022. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me right there, we, uh, we called ahead and said, hey, let's wear green tomorrow. And uh, that is the one and only Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I think it's what happens when you hang out with people for a long period of time. You just start wearing the same colors. So, you know, of all the shirts we could worn, and, uh, you know, we did we did it. We matched. Good there job. we go. And uh, are you, you look, you're, you sound like you're still maybe battling well, a, a smidge of a, a cold. Bit. No, the cold's over. Okay. I was done probably by Tuesday, but the congestion's hanging on. So uh, still a little bit of the Barry White. By the end of the show, it'll be fine. And, of course, one way to uh, fix your throat is to, yeah. of course, grab the, the pitcher. And uh, there we go. And that lovely coffee pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at podcastbranding.co. I was uploading my logo to Podcast Movement. Uh, yesterday was the last day to apply to be a speaker. And every time I upload my logo to anything... Uh, I go, man, I'm glad I did that. And if you need a logo, if you need a website, if you need a lead magnet, anything that you are putting in front of people and you want to look good, podcast branding is the place you want to go. Mark is not only an award-winning graphic artist, he is a podcaster. And even better, that's right, he's Canadian, which means he's polite. And he's going to sit down with you and work with you to make sure that your website, your podcast, everything is on the same page and you're going to end up with maximum engagement for your audience. So if you have any needs or anything to look good, well, the only place to go is podcastbranding.co. New coffee. The, yeah, the, the island coffee that I normally have. Somebody had sent me another thing of coffee that I'm trying out. So um, super good uh, from Mexico. Um, big thanks to our friend Dan LeFab over there based on a True Story podcast. If you're looking for a podcast that really kind of looks at media, as TV shows, movies, such like that, and then digs in with a guest to see. what If it's they say it's based on a true story, you have, you have to ask the question, was it? <laughs> so Dan covers those, and, of course, it's been a big sponsor here for a long time dan and thanks for the mug this is this thing continues just to be a champ and uh and thanks for the sponsorship based on a true story podcast.com and if you are new to the show you can if you're watching live obviously you can throw your question into the chat room where it asks the podcast coach.com slash live and if you uh have clothes on uh that's always kind of really the only thing that we're looking for askthepodcastcoach.com slash join will jump you right in. And it just dawned on me. I have a bad habit of doing this. I set up a Twitter space and then I don't oh. start it. So I am now starting. Oh, no. And then we're if, coming Twitter. We're yeah. coming. Well, we'll and you, ha in a second. you have to remember too, that when you do a Twitter space, when you first launch it, for whatever reason, it mutes your microphone. So as I look at it, it said Mike is on and now Mike is off. So I will keep my eye on Twitter spaces. Which, which I like, by the way, because nobody nobody likes it when they somebody comes into a space blaring like they're talking <laughs> yeah. to somebody else or whatever. 
you see, we, we saw that probably more often in, in, in the work world during the pandemic and you'd be like, ah, oh, mute your mic. So the yeah, muting by default is probably a smart idea. From live stream universe. Um, do you guys share video versions of your podcast to Spotify? Great question. Do you plan to, or recommend if others it to me, Spotify is trying to be YouTube in a nutshell. Uh, and it's, it's a case of more time. If I had more time, I would, cause that means I've got to set up an anchor account cause that's the only way you can get video into Spotify is to be on anchor. So if I'm on Libsyn or who insert media host here, you can't get that video into Spotify. You have to do it through anchor. And I actually just was listening to podcasting 2.0 and I've not heard of this, but someone was deplatformed on Anchor for their content. And I was like, oh, that's another reason to not like Anchor. So I, I guess if you have the time, but to me, if I have, you know, if I'm short on time, there's, it's so a no brainer. YouTube or Spotify is kind of like, yeah, well, one has eight gazillion people watching every second and the other one is, got four like, Hmm. So, but if I had the time, I mean, you've already got the video it's free. So that there's that to it. So I guess for me, I just need to go set up yet another anchor account. I wish there was a way you could have multiple shows under one login, but I, I would probably need to go make another Gmail account or something to, uh, to do that. So Jim, your, your thoughts, you're going to be uploading anything from, uh, Gallup over there. Yeah, I know you guys have, have been. No, not Gallup yet. That's a good. That's man. That's a good. That's a good question. I, I always think of this in term of home gadget geeks, but right. have been uploading. I guess I always try things on my own. You know, home gadget geeks first, and then take it to Gallup if if I think it works. Um, I already had a. I was already had a, a uh, anchor account and was putting home gadget geeks there. So you know, we got that note that said, "Hey, if you want to do video, here's how you do it," and it's super easy to do. Why yeah. wouldn't you if you had it? Don't make it. I I don't know if I'd start doing video <laughs> just to upload it to Spotify. That's not one of those things. We yeah. we get that question or I see that question a lot. Like, hey, I have this audio podcast. Should I make a video so I can upload it to YouTube? Well, I don't know. I mean, it kind of depends, I guess, what kind of video you're going to upload and how much time you're going to spend editing that video. So I wouldn't make one just to do it. But if you've got it, I've I've been uploading. I was just trying to log into the stats to see if I could see... Um, uh, how it's doing over there. So, but yeah, why not? If it's available. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those like, well, it's free and there's going to be somebody looking at it. That's going to be the question. So I need to, I need to upload this show over there or something like that, just to see what kind of traction yeah. you're getting over there. We know it's, you know, it's Spotify. I, I'm a big Spotify music lover i love them for music but uh and i uh you'll hear in monday show one of the things you can do on spotify it's kind of nifty is you can make a playlist of whatever you you know your top five episodes and embed that player on your website i was like oh that's kind of cool and so that's one way i use spotify but for the most part most of my shows don't get any traction on spotify the podcast rodeo show does maybe because it's short but this show gets, you know, a few people and then uh, some people, but the school of podcasting gets almost nothing. And uh, Gramps is jumping into uh, to the video. So 
here he comes, everybody. It's Gramps. How are you, buddy? And you're you're muted for the record. There, you got to click that little button, and there he goes. How are you, man? Yes, I'm doing well. How's the world treating you? Good. From the uh, the show, Gramps just makes up. Oh, you're. Uh, we're gonna some. Do you have any headphones you could put on by any chance? I'm sorry. Do you have any headphones you could put on by any chance? Because we're hearing us through your microphone. And my apologies. Yes, I That's will it. do that. But I will mute myself and let you gentlemen uh, you know, continue your wisdom. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so I'll be interested to see, you know, because once again, Spotify has announced something. Let's first, that'd be, now how funny would that be if I went over to upload video and I couldn't? Like, oh, yeah, we we announced it, but we haven't done it yet. So I know that's that's at least a good No, I think you're, I yeah. think you're okay. Yeah, it's actually, and it's really easy to do. Like, it's, it, it well, that's, you don't need to enable anything. You just go in, there's a, a setting, upload it, do it. I'm having a hard time telling the difference between my audio only and my video downloads and their stats. It's just as I'm looking at it. So. You, would, you would probably almost have to do what Todd Cochran does with his show, where he has a new media show, and then in parentheses, uh, audio, new media show, uh, video. So maybe uh, at the end of your yeah. your title, you put video, which might be good for the audience because if yeah. you're mixing both yeah. audio and video, maybe they don't want to download a video file and take up all the room on their phone. Is it streaming it? Is it really downloading it or is it just streaming it? I would think that's, that's true. No, there is a download button in Spotify. Okay. I had to think okay. about that a second. So yeah, I've got maybe uh, an estimated audience of two <laughs> over All there right. on Spotify. Look at right? that. You know? Ladies There's and like, gentlemen, where two or more are gathered. It's seven, <laughs> like not huge. I don't, I'm not huge on Spotify. I'm not giving Joe Rogan a run for his money, I guess. And uh, Andreas says when it comes to Spotify, it's just fine in Latin America since we're not used to Apple podcasts at the whole podcast platforms. Like the podcast culture in the U.S. And there you go. Yeah, that's, I know, um, I want to say iVooks or something, Vooks. There's some really popular app for uh, Spanish-speaking that just crushes it. If you have any kind of uh, Spanish-speaking show, I want to say it's I. It's like I-V-O-O-X or something like that. It's been a while since I've seen that pop up, but um uh, that's definitely one. And let me uh, bring up, I have a question here. This is from Mark Vignette, who uh, does the History of North America podcast. He's at Mark Vignette. Now it's V-I-N-E-T. says, I've been trying for over a month to get into India's GeoSavin directory without success. I've tried various ways of contacting them, including feedback at GeoSavin and info at GeoSavin, but I've received no response. I've heard you recommend them. Any suggestions? Well, I went over and uh, Mark is using, speaking of Anchor, he's using Anchor. So that means you have to manually, it's weird because Anchor went from one extreme to the other. It used to be they would submit you everywhere, which was a bad thing because you would lose access to stats and Spotify and Apple and Google and Stitcher. Now they've gone the direct opposite way. Now you have to manually subscribe to all these places. Of course, except Spotify. They'll do that one for you. Uh, And so... Yeah, I went over and actually did this manually for my trailer show and just to see how hard it was. You have to sign up for an account. It's not super easy. But once you do that, you're kind of at the mercy of their support. 
And so if you've done that, Mark, and it's not in there, I did check his feed. He sent this in via email. Your feed is uh, valid, so there's no reason why it shouldn't be added. But I know for, man, months, Radio Public was Radio Dead. And Libsyn had like a special, you know, insider email that nobody was answering. And in some cases, you know, there's just nobody home. So I don't know what the case is with that. I did get a bunch of automated emails saying I'd been added to GeoSavin. So that's the good thing. Uh, lastly, uh, Mark uh, says here, I just reread my copy of Profit from Your Podcast as a refresher and benefited from the reread in different ways than when I first read it a year ago. Eventually, I'm going to be uh, recording an audiobook for that. So, yeah, I don't know what to say. If, you know, they're giving you bad, crappy service, you know, it's, well, we just talked about this. Where you can go and get exposure if it's free, that's even better and easy. Why wouldn't you do it? But if you're going to make me hunt you down to add my show, there's a lot of people that uh, in, I was looking at the Buzzsprout Facebook group and somebody was saying, look, I can't get my show listed in Apple. Like what's going on. And that's, if you look at Buzzsprout's data, they have a whole lot more people that get access and more traction on Spotify because it's easy. It's super, you click a button and there it is. Apple, you got to set up an Apple ID. You have to add a credit card, even though it's free. And then this whole nine yards. And it's just one of those where, you know, uh, if if you can get in, get in. If you can't, you know, knock on the door a couple of times, but I wouldn't lose too much sleep over it. I don't get a ton of uh, downloads from, from GeoSavin. If, if I combine GeoSavin and Ghana, I get a couple hundred downloads, which is, that's a month, by the way, not an episode. So it's, it's definitely, I'm not going to sneeze at, at, you know, two, 300 downloads a month. I'll definitely take those. And people in India speak English and, you know, um, why wouldn't you want those people? Cause they know two friends who know two friends and things like that. So mm-hmm. my, my answer would be, you've, you've kind of done all you can. And at some time, you know, you, you're like, well, I guess they don't want my business. So what are you going to do? So I am using, let me share my screen. I heard about this on uh, Tanner Campbell was talking about this on his show. It's called Writer's Room Pro. And so if I share my screen, it's it's made for TV writers. And what I have here is you can see we're on episode 390. And if I double click on this, there's Mark's card that I just read. This is what, one of the reasons why I love it is the text is huge, where when I was using Evernote, uh, which I will still capture ideas in Evernote, but the ones that I go, hey, we might talk about this on the show. Uh, And so I could, if I wanted to right now, and go, yep, we talked about that. That one's green. And at the end of this, I can highlight all the green stuff and say download it and put it into the show notes, which is pretty cool. And then I'm right now we're looking at a, a board. So it's a little bit like Trello. And I could I could actually drag this and drop it onto I thought 390. It's a little tough, yeah, maybe not. But it's uh it's it's interesting and plus right now it's really cheap. I want to say it's five ten bucks, something like that. But it's a fun way. And if you wanted to, you could have a team in here. But uh, you have if you want, you can look at the seasons. So I could see all my different episodes here. Like I say, it's it's meant for like writers of TV shows. 
And so like down here, you, have, you could have character development. And so these could be sponsors or guests. So I'm just just playing with it at this point, but I was like, huh. Is Pinky and the Wiz in there yet? Do we have a, <laughs> a Pinky and a the Pinky? Wiz? Pinky, sorry. Pinky and the Wiz? I always want to call him Pinky. I don't know why. Pinky and the Wiz? Yeah. Do they have their own spot in that? Not yet. Not yet, man. <laughs> uh, here we go. Um, from Neil. Oh, guys. Uh, one last thought on the India thing. America has 316 million English speakers. Uh, India has 280 million. Yeah, that's why I always, when people are like, Ghana, like, that's in India. And I'm like, yeah, and they speak English, you know, so go to town. What is that called? This is called writersroompro.com is, um, and I heard. Um, ten, bu- 10 bucks. They ten, have a free 14 day if you want to yeah, try Yeah, it was Tanner and mm-hmm, Brendan from Utah. Um, uh, uh, Tanner rebranded a show it used to be called uh podcasting sucks which i thought was interesting <laughs> and uh he rebranded it to good morning podcasters it's a daily show he does yeah. and we were kind of talking about this before the show one of the reasons i i listen to tanner and i listen to evo because i don't always agree with them in fact tanner there were times for a while i, I really disagreed with him because he was all anchor all spotify I remember when he first came on the scene, it's like, you don't need RSS. Just, just put all your bucket, every, all your eggs in that, uh, Spotify, you know, bucket. And I was like, yeah, not, uh, not really happening here. And so now he's on megaphone. And so uh, I'd be interested to see what inspired that thing. But, um, I, I like to hear a different point of view because, um, boy, I was almost going to quote Bill, you know, you can't quote Bill Cosby anymore. No, probably not a great idea. No, because at the end of no. I grew up with Fat Albert. Hey, but yeah. hey, but Fat Albert, but that guy yeah. that and and um, that doesn't fly. Anymore. At the end, he was like, "You just might learn something." And I was like, "Yeah, how to not get caught for decades, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> but um, when <laughs> when you have a <laughs> when Yikes. you have a difference of opinion. You know, the, the, as the old saying goes, yeah. there's your side, my side, and the truth. And uh, you you might be able yeah. to actually find something. So it's, it's, I was telling you in the pre show, you know, I did a podcast this week in, and I kind of got a little argumentative with the guest. Now, this is my guest. Like I, right. I invited him on the program. I was, and, um, and he handled it. He handled it really well. We had a great conversation and, we disagreed about some things and, and I think that's the kind of the discord we need to get back to in a lot of ways is, you know, Dave, you and I, I mean, we agree on a lot of things, but we've had our moments where it's like, yeah, no, <laughs> I know you think that's true, but it's not. And then you get to have this dialogue. I actually think, you know, I spent a lot of time with my daughter this last couple of years and um, she's, she thinks very differently than I do. And we've just had some great conversations and uh, it's kind of taught me, I mean, even, you know, even in my old age, I need to learn, like I need to learn some civil discourse, right? And I think we can do a better job of that, of just, just agreeing to disagree sometimes, but be civil about it. A lot, a lot of these things we don't need to get angry over, you know, we don't need to get angry over anchor, Dave. It doesn't, you don't, you don't need to pop a cork over anchor. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, you're allowed to have an opinion as long as it's mine. You know, that's the way. Yeah, it's, it's, right. Well, I appreciate that. That seems to be the way <laughs> it goes. so generous. Yeah. 
No, that seems to be the way it is these days. Have you heard, I don't want to get all political, but have you heard that the United States has actually created a board to help decide what the truth is? No. There is. It's well. And they were talking about it on the No Agenda show, and it's to help with disinformation. And I was like, I get that, but, you know, when they said it was an old man behind a curtain, well, holy cow, look at that. Ross from Livestream Universe just tipped us 20 bucks. Holy cow. Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, Ross. So nice of you. But Gramps is back. Should we? Um... No, well, he's just listening. So, okay. Gramps, if, if you want to, he'd, he'd in the private chat. If you want to just listen, oh, head over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. There we go. And the, the chat is over there, too. I mean, you can sit here. You can sit there and listen if you yeah. want. It's uh, not as fun. Because you can't chat. Right? right. But you can chat at, at, uh, at the live. Ah, uh, there we go. Yes. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live to listen. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash join if you actually want to, you know, if you have a question and want to come into the conversation, uh, we would love to have you. Our only criteria, again, is we do prefer that you have clothes on because it is a video. Thing. Prefer, though. It's just a preference. Yeah, it's a preference. We, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's okay if you don't. Uh, but, I mean, we'd prefer it uh, if you do. Well, Russ wants to ask you a question. Uh, oh, okay. Jim in the chat room about the pluses and minuses about sharing download numbers with guests. I asked because now audience members and prospective guests yeah. are asking now too. So are yeah. th- I, I have a question to, and it'll take like 30 seconds for this to get back to him. Are people, are you asking people, hey, would you like to come on my show? And they go, how many downloads do you have? If that's that's my question, but Jim, I'll let you take a, a swipe at this question. Um, yeah, I, I I'm re- it's one of the first things I say when I'm inviting a guest on if I feel like it's important is to say, hey, just I want to let you know here's our audience demographics, here's about how many we do in these spaces, um, and and I just just get that out get that out early. I don't want them to have, you know. On the Gallup side of things, you know, the Gallup names, fairly, fairly large name, fairly strong brand. You would think we'd have, you know, tens or maybe 50,000 listeners to some of our podcasts. No, not really. The, generally, two or 3,000 is what we get on, on, a, on a download basis. We've had some videos. You know, you get some videos that do more than others, whatever. And I always tell folks, you know, it's about a... It's about a five or six thousand person audience that we have with all the different things that we do. Home gadget geeks, you know, much more like five hundred, right? And I, I want to, I want to be Dave. I want to be as truthful as I can up right. front with people, so I don't set the, I don't set an expectation. And if they're like, "Sorry, you're not big enough," okay, that's fine. Yeah, like you know, I, I get, I get that. I'm okay with that if that's what, if that's what you're going to say. So. I'd rather get that information out just as early as possible in the conversation so the expectations are in line. And then then the rest of the conversations can follow from there as far as, hey, do you want to bring a discount code to the podcast that you go of the thing that you're selling? You know, I, I've got a guy coming on uh, in a couple of weeks on Home Gadget Geeks, and he's selling something. And I, I like what he's selling, and but I told him, you're, you probably, we haven't, we've had some great products on it. It doesn't mean gigantic sales. I just want to be really, really clear with that. Like the, this is a different kind of audience. So I like to get it out. I don't know, Dave, what do you think? I've never, I, I've had, I'm speaking at a thing on the 14th for musicians and it always makes me a little, 
like, are you are you asking me because I can bring value to your audience? Or are you really just trying to get to my audience? Because I said, wait, yeah, I'm a yeah. pod, like, what do you want me to talk about? And they're like, oh, well, we need somebody to explain podcasting to musicians. We know you're a musician. We think you're a great fit. I'm like, no problem. Here's how many, because they wanted to know how many Instagram followers and blah, blah, blah. And then I had to sign a thing saying how many times I would email. And that's when I was like, oh, this, oh eh. that feels icky. Yeah. I was like, it's getting a yeah. little too businessy yeah. here. So that was a little yeah. weird. I've never had a guest ask me, hey, how many downloads did that get? I just, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just. I've had some. Yeah. I've had some very few though. I mean, Dave, I've interviewed thousands of people and yeah. very few come back and go some more are asking now than, than are ever asking. So it's getting more like, Hey, what's your, you know, what, what can I expect? They, they really are interested. This is kind of a, kind of a weird uh, place to be, but because we are live first, right? We do live record the live, take the live. And just like we do here on ask the podcast coach they often think that the live numbers are the most important numbers. And I always kind of say, oh, no, no, no. no. We're going to get a super small fraction live that we actually get on the recorded side. So they, they get all worried like, oh, every, and I'm like, no, 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 we repurpose this into the podcast. It's going to be, you know, that's kind of the way we do it. So there's sometimes there's a misunderstanding like the live, you know, oh, wait a minute, there's only 31 people here. I mean, is yeah. it worth it? And well, you're like, well, it, this is just live, you know, by the way. Um, we I only see one like, and Dave and I only podcast for likes. So go ahead and smash That's that it. like button while you're, yeah. So <laughs> and get D- that done. DR is asking, so if you're brand new, and even if you're not new, and your numbers are not super duper great, how do you nope, kind of nope. paint that for the guest? For the guest, um, well, the easiest way to paint your numbers big is to go, oh, I get uh, 9,000 downloads a month. That's That's an easy way to do it. But, oh, yeah, and yeah. then don't tell them, oh, by I'm a little the, misleading. Yeah. I'm oh, by the way, I only publish four episodes a month. So for me, about 65% of my downloads are from my back catalog, have nothing to do with the current month. So when anybody ever quotes monthly stats to you, A, those are bogus. They're not bogus. They're just not, it's like Jim said, they're misleading because you go, wait, if I said 10,000 downloads, you're like, man, that guy's getting 2,500 downloads an episode. No, no, I'm not. Uh, I, you know, I'm getting whatever, maybe 800 if I'm lucky, uh, you know, and then the other ones are my back catalog. So that's, uh, um, so I've never really had to deal with that. If somebody really, really like hammers me for download numbers before I'm a guest or something like that, or if they're a guest, I'll, I'll tell anybody what my download numbers are. I am, I am not of that ilk where people like, Oh, but what if what if they think you get ten thousand downloads a, a an episode and you only get two? Well, then they're going to learn something that you know. It's for me. It's never been about the. I, my goal is not advertising. So my goal is reaching the. It's not the numbers. It's getting the right numbers. Right. I can hire some farm in the Philippines to get me a bunch of downloads. I saw somebody is advertising. And I, I actually pushed back on him and I said, look, you are saying right there, guaranteed 300 subscribers. I go, there's no way that doesn't look spammy. I go, how can you guarantee 300 subscribers? And he was like, no, it doesn't say that. And I'm like, eh, you need to go back and look at your copy. It was very, it was one of those things where you can read it both ways kind of thing. 
And I was just like, yeah, because I'm like, you can't guarantee that in any way. But Stevan was asking, what are our thoughts on, and I, I'd have to scroll way back to get to this question, but what's the, what's your idea of text-to-speech for content creation? And unless it's changed, I am not a the world's most accurate typer, but if I have to talk like this for the text-to-speech to type, forget it. I can type faster than that. I had a, um, I have I a clue. Referring to the other way around, Dave, where we create text and then we have the computer read the text. Oh, that's actually getting much better. I, yeah, I, I think, think I pay seven about. bucks a month. There are a few newsletters that I get that I always email them and go, what a, why isn't this a podcast? This is great content. And uh, it's, it's literally, you know, thousands of words. And I wish I could remember the name of it. But I, I copy and paste their newsletter into a box of this service. It converts it to, you know, some sort of HAL robot voice that makes it sound. Today's yeah. newsletter. It's getting better. And it's, it's much better. better than it was even yeah. like two, three years oh, ago yeah. to the yeah. point where only on occasion does it do something that like, wow, that was a question and it didn't sound like a question at all. Didn't catch it. But most of the time it does. And you can even go into this software and say, how long do you want it to pause after a period? And how long do you want it to pause when it gets to a new paragraph? And it, so I basically, I copy and paste this newsletter. So A, you know this newsletter is bringing me value because I'm. I go to the newsletter, I copy it, I paste it into this box. I have to remember my, you know, I have to remember the website because I do this maybe once a month. Go to the website, paste it in there, say convert it using this voice, download it, and then I upload it to Overcast so I can listen to it as a podcast. It's a lot of steps to get content, and I'm paying for it. I'm paying for the service to convert it. So um, it's it's definitely. One of those things now, would I take that voice and put it out as a podcast? Mm, no, because it still sounds like, for me. Now, if I didn't have a choice, and maybe I am Val Kilmer. Have you ever heard Val Kilmer lately? I feel so bad. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer had some sort of uh, throat cancer. Val Kilmer was the oh, he was the guy man. that played Jim Morrison in The Doors movie, and he was uh, Iceman. On- Iceman, and uh, yeah, and he... He's literally not like this now. He's just gonna, and I just go, oh, I hate to see that. But he's, he's yeah. you know. Um, now, if I'm Val Kilmer, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely type something up, throw it in that, and say, you know, hey, this is not, obviously this is not my real voice, but I have something to say, and here it is. And it's better to listen to this robot voice than my current one. So I could see that absolutely. Or if I wouldn't it be great if you could feed samples of your vo- what the what your voice was into Descript and then there's got to be a way that you know, know just take all the can we isolate my voice from you know Top Gun and then yeah I have I've not played with that extensively I I know I've seen Except he was kind of a jerk in Top Gun yeah so, that's true let's like, find do you really want that voice that yeah, yeah I'm stuck sure. up arrogant ice ice. <laughs> Maybe we can find some rom-com he was in in the 80s or something. I, I'm sure he did a, He probably did a movie with Sandra Bullock. I mean, everybody We've, did a rom-com. Most of the audience was like, Top Gun? What was that? Top Gun, yeah. It came out, I think it came out uh, Wednesday, right? 80, 86. No, I know, but oh, the, no, the new the, one. I'm talking about the old one. The new one's out. Yeah. yeah I think so. I think it's it's close. That has been, that was a pandemic movie that, that's, that was ready right before the pandemic, and then they've been holding it and holding it and holding yeah, it. Yeah, it's been know, around for a while. the right release time. Yeah. The, 
at YouTube, this, this, you know, text to voice, um, technology has been getting more and more popular in YouTube. And, and I think some folks are using it to get away from a, a certain accent, right. To get them mm. to get a more, you know, to get it, to get that kind of Midwestern American accent, which is all those, all those voices do now. It's, that's not totally true. We're getting better at that of mimicking the accents of different in different cultures, uh, of getting that right. But, um, I, First, I think that's why some folks are maybe doing it on YouTube. I'm okay with it. If the content's good, do I care if the voice is different? Why not? Yeah. I don't see a pro- I don't see a problem with it, I guess. Do you see any kind of problem with it? Like is there some kind of ethical problem behind using those kind it's a tool. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. If you're trying if you have something to say and, and the the thing that I kind of feel bad about this is when I run into people from, you know, who um, there's a, a guy that's a member of the school of podcasting and he's from Egypt. And I, I think his like first language is Arabic, but he's got a serious accent, but I can understand everything he says, but he's got an accent. I mean, it's, it's thick. And the thing that I think people that are worried about the accent don't realize is that when you have an accent after about 30 seconds, it kind of dissolves. I get used to how you say your R's or L's or whatever. And I I really don't care anymore. And and that's me. But I know a lot of people really like obsess over like, well, how's my English? And you go, well, you have an accent and they're like, yeah, but I'm trying. And I get the, the goal is to sound like, you know, whatever Walter Cronkite to date myself or whoever, you know, Joe newscaster person. Um, so there's a part of me that goes, nah, just be yourself. But if, if the, uh, what's the word uneasiness about your accent stops you from putting out your content and you want to put it out using, you know, how the robot voice that sounds in some cases, maybe what you feel is better than your, you know, uh, okay. Whatever gets your content out, do that, I I guess. And just realize there's nothing like to me, there is, if I have two books in my audible account, one is read by the author and one is read by, Joe Schmo, who's read 50 million audiobooks for everybody else. I'm going with the read by the author. I want my stuff because there's just that emotion and inflection from the writer that drives me nuts when the author doesn't, you know, read their own book. So, by the way, we all have an accent. Like, that's, yeah. just, you know, like, like I, I was, <laughs> I was reminded of this. A friend of mine was recommending one of my podcasts to a friend of hers. And in the email, and I was, she copied me on the email. And at the end, she said, by the way, they're Americans. So you're going to have to put up with the accent. Yeah. yeah. You know, you you were like, oh, oh, yeah. All right. You know, so I think sometimes we, we as Americans kind of think, you know, well, we, we've got the base language. Well, okay. That's one, that's not really true. And, and two, I, I love your, you know, uh, from, from a voice standpoint, if you're trying to get past something with it, by all means, use it, I think. But, I, I'm with you. I like to hear the, even, you know, even I, I podcasted with a, a buddy at work who had this very, very a beautiful French accent, which I just loved. Uh, someone from France speaking English, I could listen to that all day. Just like, you know, I may not understand some of it, but I can listen to it all day. 
And so it's just, it's a, it's, it's a, it's beautiful that we have all these, these different languages and accents around the world. looks like we got maybe somebody. We do. Someone who could definitely spread some knowledge about uh, different countries and podcasting and accents and things like that. Coming to the, the Twitter stage, the one and only Tom Webster, everybody. Well, I, I, I don't have an accent. You don't. Just so you know. No, I don't. You're you're a purist, had, then, Tom. I see. Yeah, I've had I've had uh, I am the one person who does not have an accent. You, you're the Midwestern uh, standard, right? The American Midwestern standard by which the rest of the world is judged by. Exactly. Years of schooling yes. uh, has done it. No, actually, uh, I'm I grew up in Maine. My my father has a has a wicked Maine accent, uh, mm. but I've you know, like I said, years of therapy. Um, <laughs> so, just you know, th- this is a really fascinating topic. Uh, to me because we do um, at Edison, the company that I'm with for the next couple of weeks, uh, we, we do a lot of research in the audiobook industry and the, the audiobook listening public is very, very receptive to AI voices. Like they're, it's not a, it's not a, a, a detractor at all. Um, and in fact, most audiobook listeners prefer to have the, uh, to have their audiobooks read by a, a professional narrator than the author, believe it or not. That's more true in fiction than it is in nonfiction. Um, and, you know, and, I, and I'm kind of the same way. Like, I've, I love fiction audiobooks, and those are the ones that I want to hear read by a, a pro. Um, but I think the, the narrator community is really nervous about all of this. Oh, I like, bet. they're really nervous about the voices. It's, a, it's an existential threat to them. Wow. Yeah, that's that's very. Yeah, I can believe it. It what's well, a it's a dollars and cents a threat yeah. to them too as well, <laughs> right? I mean, that's voice actors or or, or voiceover uh, professionals get paid a lot for what they do, and if all of a sudden the computer replaces them, you know that that's kind of a big deal. Tom, do you sense like so with a with a computer voice? Have you guys done any work on if that voice is sped up because? Like I, you know, I listen to all my podcasts at, at 1.4 or 1.5. Can I get any economies by taking a computer voice and speeding it up and being able to get more content in faster? Well, let me ask you this. Do you listen to audiobooks at all? I don't. No, m- mostly podcasts. Yeah, I listen to audiobooks, uh, and most of them are at 1.3. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a a bit of a nut on this. Uh, I, I don't listen to podcasts sped up and I don't listen to audiobooks sped up. And my, you know, kind of nutty take on this is that if I have to listen to a podcast sped up, it's not a good podcast. Mm. And that's, I, I admit that's, that's my nuttiness. Like, uh, when I listen to a, a great audiobook, a great piece of audio fiction, I don't want to speed it up. It's, it's well executed. It's well narrated. It's, uh, it has some some panache, right? Um, and, and that's that's kind of what I want to experience, as opposed to like cramming the information into my brain as quickly as I can. And those times when I feel like I want to speed this podcast up, I want to speed it up for a reason. Yeah, and it's probably not a good reason. There you go. And there, are especially now, Audible doesn't do this, but I know with Overcast, it cuts out the pauses if you want it to, and pauses can be huge in terms of adding more emphasis. It shows that maybe the guest was thinking about an answer. It didn't just come off the top of their head and things like that. So yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. And, and 
Tom, when are you announcing where the heck you're going? Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. You'll you'll find out about it, Dave, because you're a subscriber. You're a subscriber to I Hear Things, and that will be uh, on Tuesday. All right, excellent. And Tom, are you at the park? It sounds great. Like you're you're. I'm outdoors. Tweeting. Awesome. Yeah. No, I am. I am outdoors. I am talking to you on my uh, my Bose audio sunglasses. Uh, I'm sitting in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I'm here visiting my son. Wow. So, okay, you're getting, you're getting well, all the ambient noise. Not a, not a great the, mic. The audio. Well, it's not. It's actually for this. It's not bad for a guest. I mean, I've heard guests come in with worse audio. So, it's not. Uh, you're you're understandable. It's clear. It's a little bassy, but it sounds pretty good. I, I, hearing the bird sounds in the background. It's pretty nice. On the on the, you have an easy way of muting your mic. I'm sensing it's yeah going in. And are you muting yourself uh, in this? When you oh yeah, yeah, totally. I'm I'm being kind yeah. to your listeners. Well, you pretty, well, the bird sound was great. Like I, it was, I felt like I was in the park with you. Well, then I'll bring it back. I mean, let's just have like yeah, a 15 no. minute <laughs> ASMR. Ask the podcast coach. <laughs> That's Tom, well, yeah, let's just all be quiet now. Tom, so I want to <laughs> hold on before you go. I want to I want to come back around to this this idea of sped up podcasts and this idea of them being bad ones. Um, because is that do you guys in any of the research that that you're doing? Do you ask about speeding up at all? And are more people yeah, doing we do. it than less? No, uh, that number's been pretty static actually for the past. Uh, six or eight years, I think. We do ask it, and it's about, um, I say about, and you're a research guy, it's 19%, uh, and it's been at that level pretty much for the last six to eight years, and that's the percentage of people who say that they ever do it. Um, and that's, you know, I think you, A, have to be a fairly savvy consumer of podcasts to know that that's even a possible thing for you to do, right? Um, so I think most people just just don't do it, but... Uh, I don't know. Like, I, and and I, I admit that this is not a mainstream idea. I'm not putting this out there as like Tom Webster says. Like, no, it's it's a personal thing. But uh, to me, if I feel the need to speed up a podcast, it's because I wish the host would get to the point. Oh, that, that's an interesting. Because I I always I just want to get more in less time. I I don't have a lot of time to listen to podcasts. So when I am listening, I don't either. To them, I don't either. I, and and. You know, yeah. To me, like I would read the post, right? Like that's the more efficient information transfer. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I, I like to hear the, I mean, I, I do like to hear the interaction between the two, between the guests or whatever I'm listening to. In fact, I get to the spot where I, when I'm listening to at regular speed, like if I go back and listen to Dave and I at regular speed, I am like, <laughs> oh, this is just too, this is taking too long. Like you guys need to go faster. I want, I actually just want people to speak faster. Now that doesn't, necessarily translate into the real world where I'm where I'm spending time with people and I'm like could you speed that up a little bit you're going kind of slow but I do man when I'm listening to audio I do like it faster oh good thought well I it, it, I'll just leave you guys with this uh, and then I will hang up and listen first time long time actually not first time um, and I, you know I, I used to do a podcast uh, called the the marketing companion with Mark Schaefer and Mark is a very slow talker and my uh, colleague at Edison, Larry Rosen, is the president of Edison, uh, would complain to me all the time that our, that our podcast thwarted his, uh, his speed setting because he would, he would feel compelled to speed it up because Mark talks too slow. And then when he would speed it up, 
he couldn't understand me because I talk too fast. Uh, so there's that. Yeah, well, it's, it's a good topic, Tom. I, I, I always appreciate that, thinking of, like, what does that mean uh, for folks? And I even find myself talking too slow when I'm listening to myself back doing it again. So, so I appreciate the conversation. There you go, everybody. Tom Webster, you know him, you love him. coming in, Tom. I Hear Things podcast. Find it at uh, tomwebster.media. So. Awesome. Thanks for jumping in, Tom. Here we go. I, uh, he, I I do have to say, hold on, before he goes, Edison, Gallup, competitors, if we were in the parking lot, we'd be fighting. Just <laughs> just going to say it. Just going to say it. <laughs> well, the, the other thing is this has really made me think about this. I listen to a lot of podcasts at like, like I listen to Todd and Rob at 2X and I have Castapod set at extreme space removal. Like it's super fast and and I podcasts that I listen to that way, I'm listening for are they talking about something that I didn't know about? Because a lot of it like I've heard so many shows talk about the whole Facebook thing this week. I'm like, don't really need I got my own opinion on that. Um there are a lot of shows I listen to just to hear and I, I'm starting to do less of this because even at two X, if I listen to a twenty minute podcast, it took me ten minutes to find out, hey, guess what? they didn't find something that I hadn't heard about. So I just wasted those 10 minutes. And after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to trust my audience because my audience is awesome at going, sending me an email and like, what does this mean? Or did you hear about this or that? So, uh, but it, it does make me think now, like, why do I listen at faster speeds? Because when I listen to uh, Dr. Colin Gray over at uh, thepodcasthost.com. I forget the name of his actual podcast, but he's got a pretty thick Scottish accent, and I can't speed him up because my brain can't keep up with the um, the accent. So that's uh, well. Inter- the good the good news is you get a choice. Yeah. Like, if you if you want it one time, awesome. Do it that way. By the way, I I hope people don't hear me saying it's better faster. It's that's my preference. Uh, that's just what that's just what I like. I, I, in fact, if I go back to the all the podcasts that I listen to, and I slow them, I take them back to one speed. I'm like, no, 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 this is this is not going to work for me. I, I gotta, I gotta take the spaces out and speed them up. That's just the way my brain works. I want to jam that stuff in as fast as I can. I want to get a lot of it. Right. I want to maximize that space. So that's for me. If you like one speed, go for it. One speed. If yeah. You need to slow it down to be able to understand. By the way, it, you can listen to it even slower than one speed in a lot of cases, too. You can go 0. 0.75 if you want. <laughs> 0. 0.75. Like, would you, <laughs> welcome to Ask the Podcast. Yeah. Uh, now, why did you get old all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, sounds like my uncle. He's 98. He's he's just a walking, buffering uh, YouTube video. Uh, uh, Cauldron says, I listen to all audiobooks and podcasts at increased speeds. It helps me stay focused yeah, with ADD. Yeah. So th- really kind of what Jim was saying, look, you do you. If you want to listen slow, fast, whatever it is, the, here's the bottom line. As long as you listen, I don't care what speed. I'm not one of these yeah. persons like, hey, it's my art, man. Don't speed it up. You're cutting it. No, whatever. Listen however you want. So that's. Well, uh, here's the good news. When Tom Webster is listening to podcasts, I'm not listening to him with him at the same time, right? We listen to these things separately. Yeah. So you can 
You, yeah, you pick you. Well, and Tom has this cool like jazz music at the beginning, and it just it just makes you feel all warm. It's like a a warm winter's blanket around you on a couch in front of a roaring fire, you know. And yeah. if you speed it up, it's like this weird chat. Yeah, like no, that's no. You need the warm fuzzy Tom Webster at one point oh. So it's a totally. I've gone back and listen to the podcast i listen to fast slow and during the music parts it doesn't sound right like uh uh row what's his name um micro micro thank you i just totally escaped me mike's got some do 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 oh yeah you know little bass thing that it plays in it and when i listen to that at regular speed i'm just like that's too slow you <laughs> do, do, speed do, do, that do, thing do, up yeah that's true yeah you're like uh something wrong it's just it again i listen to I listen to all of them so consistently. So fast. Neil says, coming up, Masterpiece Theater, wait till you hear Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare's Hamlet at 2X. To be or not to be, that is the question. Yeah, I could see that. That might... Uh, yeah, those kinds of things probably wouldn't wouldn't do well at the faster speeds. It does drive my wife nuts when I, when I speed them up too fast. She's like, "Are they, can you slow this down just a little bit? So she does like I have to I have to back them down if I'm listening to them with her. Yeah, it will drive people crazy. Uh, and I, I love I love it. I love it. I know I was playing something, and I've never had this happen on my phone, but somehow just playing. I think I listened to something on Dropbox, and somehow the speed setting from Overcast overrode the speed setting. Just listening to an audio file on a Dropbox, and I was like, I don't know how to slow it down. I, I think we did that here. I think yes. we tried to play something. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was Ooh. trying to find Kim's question. She had a question about Chartable, and it had to do with statistics in Chartable. And I don't know where it is, but it, well, we'll just go with that. It was something like, does Chartable show people my download numbers? Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think – now, here's the thing. With Chartable, um, they do that whole – and it's the word I can never remember where you take two IP addresses and you put them together. Attribution. They do attribution. So your audience's information, possibly, maybe, not 100% sure, uh, might be going out to places that they didn't really opt in to do. Um, but as far as I know, Chartable just has charts, hence the name Chartable. So you can obsess over the fact that you were number 17 in Uganda last week, and now you're down to, you know, minus 19 in Uganda, but you're up in the British Isles. So uh, to me, again, it depends on, I, I guess the people that obsess over that, and obsess has a negative connotation, I shouldn't say that, but the people that really watch that are people that are hopefully to get advertising. Because why else would you, I guess, I, to me, I just... I'm not making this up when I say people check their numbers like nine times a day, like almost on the hour as they're awake. And I'm like, it's, you know, staring at your numbers does not make them grow. I wish it did because everybody's job would be much easier. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Kyle uh, says, uh, oh, yeah, he goes, I skipped the heck out of ads. This is another, when we talk about the speed thing, I don't, I don't, I I skip ads too. And that's just, you know, 30, 30, 30 is a great way to get past them. I think a little bit different of a conversation than how fast do you listen to your podcast? Do you listen to the ads? This is in this space, you know, we, we talk about host read ads all the time and how they're the most important or they're the best performing or whatever, however that fits in. I guess it depends on the numbers that you're looking at, but I don't know, Dave, I, I skip host read ads just as much as I skip 
uh, regular ads. Well, know, and especially if, if it's for something I've already heard. I'm trying to think of, um, I don't know, like, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, Scott Johnson from what was that like is one of the shows that Jordan Harbinger is advertising on. And I already listened to Jordan Harbinger. So I don't need to listen to an ad to get me to listen to Jordan Harbinger. Cause well, I already listened to Jordan. So when Scott comes on to do a host read ad about Jordan Harbinger, I hit skip. There's no reason I've already bought it. I already got the thing. And even if it's something that I don't have, if they're trying to, I don't know, sell me something that I would never buy. And I've already heard the ad three times. I'm like, yeah, skip, you know, especially if it's, uh, you know, just the same old bullet points and things like that. Um, yeah. Tim says he listens to ads while driving, which makes yeah. sense. You don't want to be distracted in fast forwarding, although you can shout the thing and skip 30 and that <laughs> works, you know, that works too. So uh, you, you could do it. I think it kind of depends on, you know, when I'm out, if I'm playing a podcast in the background and I'm out doing something, I'll just let it play through the ads. Not, yeah. not, not that big of a deal. Listen, every ad can't be entertainment. Yeah. Uh, Neil says we skip ads because the ads are well, typically bad says the guy with the copywriting course. Yes, uh, that's true. Neil has, has won awards at a very young age for writing ads. And he said, uh, notice that YouTube does not have a play ad again button. That is, <laughs> Hey, I want to hear that again. Wait, stop. Don't go to the content. Yeah, that's true. Kim said about Chartable, I was asked if a listener could get some statistics from Chartable to confirm a podcaster's claim because she agreed to be a guest on their podcast. Yeah, I don't think, and I'm not, again, I wish we did have public numbers. I wish we were YouTube and we could say, nope, this is how many downloads I get. But, uh, you know, it is uh, what it is. We got another super thingy, super, what is that called? Uh, Super sticker. Whatever. uh, Gramps. Thank you so much. Who's hanging out with us in the background earlier. Yeah. So thank you, Gramps. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Super nice of you guys. You guys are feeling generous this morning. Uh, I like it. Kyle says radio shows that are turned into podcasts are the worst for repeated ads and some ads each break. The thing I always love uh, about listening to a radio show that's been turned into a podcast is when they go, you're listening to ask the podcast coach. We're talking with Jim Collison. And today we're talking about speeding up and slowing. Like they do a reset and I'm like, Mm. yeah, we don't really need it. It's not like I jumped into the middle of the podcast and I'm going, Hey, what are we talking about? But if you're recording it live. Yeah, I get it. But I would also, I mean, I cut out most of the time. If I hear the whole like, hey, if you want to, we're we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And if you want to jump in, we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. There are times if I hear it, I will cut it out because it doesn't make any sense. You know, granted, it makes sense next week if you're listening live. But those are the ones that I go, yeah, but they don't need to hear that. And I know it's only 10 seconds, but I was like, it's just one of those things think, where their their brain's going to go, yeah, we, okay, hold on. I'm going to pay attention to where I'm walking now or whatever. So, See, I think it's good positive reinforcement because that helps people remember, mm-hmm. okay, if I'm going to join us here, it's askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And I don't think that's, you know, even though you and I say askthepodcastcoach.com a lot, I don't think everybody would know necessarily to go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live to listen or askthepodcastcoach.com slash join to join us here on the, in the in StreamYard. So I, I don't I think you gotta say it, Dave, a couple times. Yeah. I, and I think it's okay to say it a couple times. Even if they're even if it's a live show and it's the recorded bit, 
I, that repetition from a marketing standpoint is really, really important because that, that they need to hear it multiple times, maybe up to 20 before they go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Well, and the poor people on Twitter never know that they need to raise their hand or whatever you do on Twitter. Because you, don't, you haven't been saying it. I haven't been saying <laughs> it. So uh, we've got three people now listening in the uh, Twitter spaces. Uh, we do have another question I found this morning. This is fun. I can now share my screen, and there's actually something to look at for those of you that are watching the YouTube thing. Moore said, if I have an episode that needs editing, and I remove only the MP3 file and replace it with an edited version, do I lose those downloads and other statistics for that episode? And I can only answer from the Libsyn side. Now, let me think about this. I've never seen what happens. Here's how you do not replace a file. So I upload a file, and all of a sudden I realize that the channel that I have my intro on is muted, and when you hit play, there's 10 seconds of nothing before the, all of a sudden the intro music comes in. And you're like, ah, crap. So you you go back, you unmute the channel, you re-export the MP3 file. The best thing to do is to go into your episode and upload a file with the exact same file name as the original and replace it. What happens is people will delete the episode, the whole thing, and then redo the whole thing. They'll copy and paste all the notes and things like that. And when you do that behind the scenes, there is, let's get our nerd on, there is a thing called a GUID. It's a unique identifier. Think of it as a social security number for your episode. And when you replace the file, your social security number doesn't change. Uh, but the, and the, the file does, nothing changes except the fact that you changed the file. So, if you think of, boy, I'm just filled with 90s and 80s reference today. Uh, what was it? I know it was Fuller House, Full House, right? They had the Olsen wow. twins, you know, so you could have two things that looked identical and you would just swap them out. Well, that's what you're doing when you replace the file with the exact same file name. And what's great about that is there is no delay in the um, swapping out of the file because Apple, if you think about this, uh, and I'm just going to use like road terms. So let's say Apple thinks your file is turn left twice and then turn right. And there's the file. So what happens is when you replace that file with the exact same file name, Apple turns left twice and then turns right. And there's the file. It hasn't changed. If you change the file name now, it's, oh, well, you, you go straight, then left, then right. Well, it takes the apps up to 24 hours to update to the new path to your file. So you always want to, if you're replacing a file, then replace it with the exact same name and you will have much less headaches. The best thing to do, and I'm here to tell you that every time I don't do this, I, I pay the price. Listen to the file before you upload it. I know you just heard it. I'm here to tell you every time I don't, it's like, ah, crap. And if you're doing dynamic stuff, that is quite the pain in the butt. It's I, I, it's just an extra whole thing where you've got to go back in and say this is where I want this you know dynamic content to be added and this and that and because everything's changed now because you whatever you did in many cases might have changed things and that's that's quite the uh, the hassle so but that's how you uh, that's how you replace a file in a nutshell without losing and I don't know anything where you would lose your statistics that would be that's kind of a game changer. 
Well, YouTube doesn't have replace. Yeah. I wish it did. Oh. Like, come on, YouTube. Like, why can't there must be something weird about that? That's not that hard a technology to do, but they will not let you replace your video file, which is super frustrating. So, well, wish and, it was better, but it's not. Yeah, and I wish it could because I have stuff on YouTube where it's the content isn't like the topic's a good topic, but things have changed. And I want to do a new video and update it and keep all my likes and everything else. But no, you've got to delete the episode and make a new one and hope that it gets some traction. So, Hey, can I get some more coffee? You can get and some I think more. Did, I think we skipped. We got distracted we by did. Tom. Well, and I think you we know, skipped you always, you know, if Tom Webster is around, you're going to get distracted. Sure. And yeah. he's outside in a park with birds <laughs> chirping. I think he, I think he was in heaven. I think it that's, was, that's not Iowa is heaven. Uh, but yeah, we need to thank our awesome supporters. You can find them at askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. And uh, people like James over at the Dog Podcast Network. If you have a furry little friend that you're out walking around the, uh, maybe you're out with Tom. Maybe that's what Tom is doing. He's actually walking his dog in a park and he needs something to listen to. Well, then you go over to the Dog Podcast Network. They've got long shores, short shores, short, yeah. And suddenly my mouth has just decided to leave. Short shows, long shows, they're all about dogs. So no matter what kind of dog you got, you can find something to listen to over there at dogpodcastnetwork.com. Thanks to James for being an awesome supporter. Uh, Ask the Podcast Coach runs on PodPage. And there are two websites I should be promoting, but I'm only promoting Tripod Page. So if you want to check it out, tripodpage.com. But if you want to learn PodPage, learnpodpage.com. And both of those are free. There's a free trial when you try PodPage. Um, and if you just can't get enough Jim Cullison, go over to theaverageguy.tv and check out some Home Gadget Geeks. And Jim, do you have any other shows going on right now? Is it just Home Gadget Geeks? No, we're doing Cyber Frontiers oh, once right. a month. So big data, cybersecurity. And uh, when you think podcasting, think School of Podcasting, now including the new show, Podcast Trailer Show, available at podcasttrailershow.com. And uh, thanks to everyone who is supporting us over at askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. And thanks to everybody who's been throwing in the, uh, what are those called? It's the thing, it's the YouTube chip-in button. Super Chat. Super Chat, super thank cha- you. Super Chat, I think is what it's called. Yeah, that's always uh, fun. Yeah, appreciate that, Ross and Gramps. Appreciate that. Yeah, and I think we hit this before show, but we didn't talk about it in the show. I just mentioned that Facebook is pulled out of, um, uh, out of everything. Pod, yeah, out of podcast. <laughs> yeah, out of anything that doesn't make out them of money. Life. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So Facebook announced come June third that the whole the really hard thing you had to jump through many hoops to get into to get your podcast to play only on the app, not on the website. Yeah, that didn't work. Uh, and they only did it in the U.S. and a couple ever very few select countries. Yeah, that didn't work, and they're getting out of it. And people are now in Facebook's like going, but what's the impact on this? Like Facebook, and I was like, okay, and literally this is where I can go back in the day. Before Apple, you uh, Yahoo had a pretty big directory of podcast, as did Microsoft. They had Zune. And then, you know, there's, and when Apple came along, along, uh, there was another one called Odeo. And so when Apple came into the podcasting space, Yahoo and Odeo instantly just shut down. They're like, ah, Apple's here. Screw it. We're out of here. Odeo had this cool thing where you could follow people that were subscribed to podcasts. 
And so they went away for a few months and then they came back and they rebranded themselves as this service you may have heard of called Twitter. And uh, so, yeah, Twitter started off as a podcast thing. But I, uh, Jim, you and I both now laugh at the fact that uh, Clubhouse was going to kill podcasting. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that didn't uh, work either. And so, thing. I mean, if I always use the analogy of the movie industry. And now, granted, the, the one thing that might have killed the movie industry is COVID. But I remember when you could first like the VCR and laser discs and the movie industry was like, yeah, but if we do that, people are going to watch movies at home. And then, I mean, uh, there's a clip I have of uh, Matt Damon explaining how he can't do kind of the indie uh, movies he used to do because you would get like almost a second amount of income from DVD sales. And he goes, and those just don't exist anymore. So, you know, but all these different things have not, you know, movies are still around. There are still movie theaters, it's hard to, for me, like if I'm going to go see Top Gun, I'm going to go see it in a movie theater. It's just not yeah. the same on yeah, my, yeah. even though I have yeah. a big screen in, in the living room, that kind of movie I want to see in a, a theater. So, you know, podcasting has been dead so many times. It's, it's like a cat and yet it's never died. People just no, love to think no, it's because it's diverse, yeah. right? It's got the diversity of, listen, Facebook was like a tree falling in the forest, right? Nobody yeah. was there to hear it. Yeah. So yeah, like it, I'm just not sure it ever went anywhere to begin with. Like you can't really, you know, it was like, ah, and you're like, well, who is using it? And I know a whole bunch of people, like, like you said, it took a bunch of hoops to get on it, but I just, I think most people are like, yeah, I just stay with where I'm at. So it really, I think it really leaves on a whimper, you know, it's just kind of a, and it's gone. And so I, I, I just, when th- this is a no brainer, this would be like Google saying, yeah, we're getting out of podcasts and you'd be like, okay, well, that makes sense. Like, you know, you guys have been in and out in and out about eight times. Uh, and listen, all that stuff is kind of based on FOMO, right? Nobody wants to jump in. Even Twitter spaces was a response to yeah. the, you know, clubhouse. To the craziness to the clubhouse craziness. And they always have unrealistic expectations of what those things can be. You know, they always think, oh, yeah, we'll open the doors and millions of people. Well, in some cases, we could have said that about Spotify back in the day when they kind of came on board and started making a run at this stuff. We were like, yeah, who's Spotify? Very few actually make it. So you got to just kind of, well, okay, makes sense. They were in and now they're out. They'll probably make one more run at this thing before they, you know, in a couple years before they, like I said, Dave, it would not surprise me if Google said, yeah, we're out. We're out on this thing. Let's let's just not do this. This is dumb. Well, so yeah, I mean, and that's something again. Spotify now kind of has a reputation for announcing things that maybe don't happen. And Google, I remember we all got giddy when Google said we're going to put podcasting on the front page. We're going to like podcasting is going to be podcasting, podcasting, Google, podcasting, Google, and and now we're like, well, the, we don't know who's on the team anymore, and. They haven't made any updates to Google Podcasts in a while. And if at the end of the year they said, yeah, Google Podcasts is going away, which I don't think it is. I mean, it's it's a fairly... Let's, let's start the rumor, Dave. Yeah. Let's start it here. Because <laughs> it'll probably... We've got a pretty good chance that it'll be true. I mean, we don't know anything, but well, it, there's a pretty good chance it'll be true. Yeah, right? I, I, we well, could say we've been saying. Yes, since May we said it's going to go I, away. Yeah, I've always said, I've always <laughs> said that thing's going to go away. Uh, I still say Facebook is going to go away. I say, like before I'm dead, Facebook is going to be like, I remember Facebook and 
Mark Zuckerhead, whatever his name was, <laughs> uh, you know. So, um, yeah, uh, Neil says mm. Facebook killing their podcast. It's going to cost him point zero three yeah. downloads a month. So, yeah. yeah. So, but I wouldn't be surprised if Google, because Google doesn't make any money from it. Facebook wouldn't make any money. App. The only way Apple makes money is back in the back in the day they used to you know sell iPods, and I guess. People are still buying phones to listen to podcasts. I don't know, but um, no, no, nobody's buying the phone, phone just to, to just listen to podcast. Now it's a little bit of for I think for Apple, it's a little bit of legacy. They've been in it a long time. They realize they kind of own that space. Like I think they think people expect them to be there. I think they do it grudgingly, or is it begrudgingly? I think they're not. It's like being disgruntled and gruntled. I think they're pretty disgruntled in this and they don't really want to, but I don't feel like they can get away from it. So they give it a little bit of time and attention. It, it spikes in their attention, you know, and how much they give to it from time to time. I don't think they really want to do it. And if they could get out of it, I think they would. It's like when you start dating the hot, crazy girl, right? Like, Oh, she's so hot. So you start dating her and they're like, Oh man, she's so crazy. I can't leave. (laughs) She'll kill me. It's like, what are you going to do? Because you do have a bunch of, you do have a bunch yeah. of people with microphones. That's the problem. I, I, I no, right on. I've said yeah. that to people. I'm like, do you really want to piss off the dude with the microphone? I mean, like, not that I have a huge reach, but you know, I can I can rally some troops and we can make some noise, maybe. So, yeah, I don't think they're worried about that though. Like, I don't yeah. think they worry as much about because they've done you know they do whatever they want over there at Apple. I just feel like they feel it's a little legacy that they have to hold on to. It's surprising. It's surprising they've they've supported it this long, just to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, Steve Jobs, right? His this famous quote of amateur hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean Thanks, Steve. We we yeah, we know how they've felt about podcasting, yet they've supported it in you know, even if, if it's half if it's half ass, right, yeah. in, in some cases. Oh. But they still do. My my favorite clip is uh, Steve Jobs playing a clip of Adam Curry's daily source code and daily announces that his Mac, I think he drops an F bomb. Like his, his Mac is totally effed up and not working this morning and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like going, okay, are you going to tell me that Steve Jobs didn't know that was in there? That it was just, he just grabbed a random podcast that starts bashing his product. <laughs> it was like, it's so fun to just kind of go, <laughs> yeah, that's Adam. Okay. Moving on, shall we? So, Here's another question from, speaking of Facebook, this is where most of these questions come from. Noah says, I'm looking for a way to record two different microphones into one track. I have a blue snowball and a Yeti. Um, I use Audacity to record, but I'm willing to look at other programs. I know. judgment. (laughs) I'm willing to look at other programs for recording. Anyone got suggestions? Yes. Uh, lose the snowball, lose the Yeti, buy two Samson Q2Us and a Podtrack P4 and a partridge in a pear tree, uh, I think would uh, make that much easier. Um, I, I just know two, it doesn't matter if it's a blue Yeti or what, two USB microphones into a computer. I saw somebody else had the same problem with GarageBand. Yeah. Yeah. They had two yes. Audio-Technica ATR2100s and just USB, two USBs into a any program is just going to give you a headache. And that's where I just go, yeah, that's not, you know, do you have to do it my way? No, but I'm just here to tell you it's a heck of a lot easier when either a 
get a focus right and you know write your microphones in there that would do it but the usb two usbs into a computer is just i i'm i remember for a while you had to go in because I think it was the ATR 2100. It would show up as the exact same mic if you plugged it in twice. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. They all they all will via USB. They don't have the USB, the, the chip, the USB chip on it does not have a way. They all use the same uh, controller, microcontroller. So it doesn't, the computer doesn't have any way. You know, in most cases, they were just thinking, hey, it's going to be one device. So it'll be fine. Um, they're not like embedding the serial number or anything in the microcontroller. So the computer doesn't know the difference between the two. And it, you, you plug in two of the same audio things, and it's like, ah, guys, everything we use to control the sound on this is exactly the same. I think if you're to that point, the easiest day, both those mics, except the Snowball, but, well, and maybe the Yeti, um, you, you, should, you should, if you're going to do two mics, same room, they should really go in XLR. Like, don't, don't do the USB thing. It's difficult and confusing, and if you're in the same room, you're going to get crosstalk anyway, so... I just, yeah, you get a better, you get way better of an experience if you run, if you're going to do multiple mics. And I even, I think you get a better mic experience that's when it's not USB, when it's just a single mic. When I can run this through a audio device that has a headphone amplifier and I can get my own sound back to me, that's more real time. Most USB uh, loopback, you know, the, your own sound that you get back. It's terrible. It's not very good. It's too low. You can barely hear yourself. So I'm a big fan of get get those mics in XLR. Stop thinking we can do all this stuff via USB. Let the get it to get it to a sound, you know, get it to a sound device or something along those lines, an audio device. That can go in USB just fine. But but don't plug your mics into the computer via USB. It's just it's not a great experience. I bought a new mic just to play with. It was not cheap. It's two hundred bucks. It's the PreSonus Revelator. It's a dynamic microphone, and it's USB only, USB-C. And the the fun part of it is, first of all, the stand that it comes with is still way, way short, but at least it's metal. It's not going to, to break that way. And the idea of this is a little bit like the Shure MV7. You plug this in, and then you download a tool from Personas, and I can go in and add a noise gate. I can add a compressor. I can add an EQ, and I can have these presets, and there's a button here where I can toggle through presets. And it's interesting. My my only, I guess, worry, and it's not a big one because I think in the end, microphones are going to become like socks. we just like, ah, all right, I got another one here. But... It's 2022. What happens in 2032 when we're on Windows 24? Are, are they still going to support the software for this? If this yeah, is because yeah. you know an SM7B lives, uh, you know, a sure SM58, you can run it over with your car, and it will still work. And my whole thing is, are these going to be around for a while with support? But uh, right, I've it's I've good... only I've only played with it a little bit. I will be making a video for my YouTube channel, but. I just saw it and was like, hmm. So Stefan makes a good point, right? He says, oh, that's not the one I wanted. Up to four uh, Rode NT USBs mini work at one computer with the Rode application. And that's true. But to your point, Dave, how long will those that software be supported? And probably for a while. Right. But for the average user, that there's, yeah, 
that well that, that you're you're introducing another layer of complexity by running it through the software but it would work that way for sure and jim you would be the guy to ask how smart of it is it to have a a pretty strong magnet on your desk i just think all the uh, things this could mess up yeah well i mean cabling for sure so that base is uh yeah this is it's is a, a cool thing magnet. like i can i can pull this off it's really oh, yeah. cool. And then yeah, this yeah. will fit on your, your typical boom stand. But if you don't want right. it, you can, this is just a magnet and it holds it, you know, and yeah. it's pretty strong that it'll right. hold it. In yeah, place. it could, it could, the magnets could mess with, you know, it's just like when you get a, you get speakers by anything, right? Speakers yeah. are, have big magnets in them. And in some cases, maybe the old school ones do. So yeah, not, uh, that would be, you know, that's like, our cell phones, like you, you got to be careful where you place your cell phone on your desk um, because it's got some things going on with it that will absolutely, if it's near a wire or near your speakers, could absolutely cause some additional sound. The, and I had it share my screen. Here we go. And it says, happy Friday. We just launched our new social podcasting platform slash podcast player called Picked Cherries. Uh, at pickcherries.com and iOS and Android. Uh, our platform allows you, allows your listeners to listen to full episodes of your podcast and then share 60 second listener generated clips of your content. I liked this the first time when it was called clamor um, yeah. with their friends and families via text, WhatsApp messaging and posts on all major channels. Why should you care? The answer is pick cherries will increase your audience. Really? Okay. Expand your reach and increase uh, engagement with your listeners. It is 100% free for your listeners and non-exclusive and will make your old episodes evergreen. It can also support you in generated quick, easy marketing material for your episodes. Uh, we would love to include your podcast to sign up, blah, 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 pickcherries.com, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, be sure to mention that you're referred by Jadina. So that's when your submission comes in. Yeah. And I just, when I see this, I go, oh, are we doing that again? I don't know. To me, I, I don't want to be like Captain Curmudgeon, although that sounds like a great cartoon character. I'm Captain Curmudgeon. No, they're, we're not doing it. So. Their slogan is share podcasts like never before. Well, maybe never before 2022. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it's been done before. Oh, God, it sounds like an old guy to get off my lawn. It is. But, that's why I you Welcome know, to Curmudgeon Corner. Give me an idea and I'll shoot it down right here in front of you. No, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I just went, well, oh, well, we, like Overcast does like, this headliner. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, really? It's See what your friends are listening to. I. You mean like I, good I'm pods? Not, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Listen, at some level, I think it does work. There are, we, we right. need to have those things there. Um I think basing a whole platform on it, I think you're you're fighting an uphill battle. Listen, it could still be successful. You might hit right. the right thing at the right time. I mean, Microsoft is the king of releasing product stuff way too early, and then it takes a while for the market to mature. They've already gotten out of it by the time the thing's been successful. You know, Microsoft had a tablet, PC, years before an iPad ever came out, right? But it was too early. The hardware wasn't ready. Yeah. So it could happen. You never know, Dave. We shouldn't be such old guys, you know. D DR says, I just went to the Play Store and I can't find it. So. <laughs> now, why would she talk that way? I don't She's know. not old. 
because it's the curmudgeon corner. <laughs> I I never realized that I thought I can't find pictures. Yeah, I I thought I well basically in the long run, if I could spit this out, I spell curmudgeon completely wrong. I think it's like C U R not C R U. There's holes. So, um, Neil says if you really think short clips of your show will grow your audience, well then create your own. Yeah, you can do that in yeah. Overcast. You can do it in Headliner. I was like, you don't need to go to. Pick- Listen, I, I was listening to a podcast in the car on Overcast, and there was I got to the spot in the video or in the audio where it was really good. Oh, yeah. you know, it's somebody else's podcast, and I'm like, oh, I want to share this. So I hit the share button, and it's not the greatest experience. And no. then, so I finally get it. Really, what I wanted to do was share it in an email to a coworker. So I, so I finally figure out how to get just the URL to just that spot, but it's going to an overcast like player, which means you've got to download the overcast app. I mean, it's not really sharing it in a way that's really going to work. So I send it through the organization and I get a note back 15 minutes later, you've been hacked. Like someone sending links on your behalf. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm sending them. It's me. It's me. Like, and they're like, yeah, it was a malformed URL. And like, it just doesn't, you know, and I just confused and what happened is the coworker I sent it to got confused and thought it was spam. Thought somebody had hacked my account and was sent now sending them spam links. So no good deed goes unpunished. That sharing stuff is not sometimes not as easy as you think it is to get it, you know, to get it right to the spot and such. That's what drives me nuts though, is you hit the, uh, in overcast, I'll hear something and I'll say share or create video or whatever it is, create snippet, something. And even if I say at this time spot, it goes back like 15 seconds or what, and I, you have to go back and then there's a lot of scrolling and I'll, I'll give them credit. They make the things that you need to click and drag on easy to get, but you're right. It's, it's one of those things. I remember back in the day, there's this thing called clamor and you could share stuff into clamor then make a clip and then share it out and the quickest i ever made a clamor was one minute now that doesn't sound like a long time but when you're trying to take an eight second clip it seemed like forever and so yeah i'll be interested to uh to see dr says well, go ahead. maybe they can do something with this maybe they can do something with it right uh she says i use a player padurama What's the guy on Saturday Night Live? Pod! Podorama! Uh, that tells you the most popular episodes, specific to Podorama listeners, on any given podcast. Are there any other players that do that? Yes, uh, CastBox does that. They show you how many subscribers, which is funny, because you'll go over and they're like, wow, that's the podcast coach has two subscribers or three, but it's only on their platform. And again, it'd be kind of cool if there was some way to come up with some sort of universal bucket to put all your content in, but you can't, you can go into Spotify and see how many followers you have. You can go into Google and see how many subscribers you have. Same thing with Apple. You can see how many listeners, but there's no API yet that you could put in all your login names and passwords and get a overall picture of everybody. Cause that would be way too useful basically that would be very useful <laughs> why hasn't that been made yet i think part of it would be if i have to put in my login name and password to apple that voids their terms because oh. i remember when yeah, chartable was doing that uh you used to have to you could get your rankings or something 
but you had to put in your login name and password. And Daniel was the one that pointed out uh, from yeah. the Audacity podcast that if you have to put in your login name and password, then you void something in the Apple terms of service or something like that. So, I don't know why it's so hard. I mean, the United States has done such a great job on a universal healthcare data system <laughs> of bringing all the health records together. That's that's not that wasn't very hard. I mean, that's worked great here in the U.S. You know what would <laughs> exactly? You know, it's like, God, man, I'm snarky today. Um, but what would be nice is if, and they'll never allow this, but if we had some way of of exporting your stats out of Apple or out of Spotify or out of right, that would have be in a universal format that you could then put them together, um, you know, in a way. So some kind of export standard. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. That's yeah, it. I'm sorry. Uh, snarky today. J.D. Stutter says stutter. Yeah, I can't read either. <laughs> J.D. Sutter. I'm sure he's never heard that. In the same way that I've never heard David Jackass and David Jackoff and all the other Jackson right, uh, right, Jackson. Right. Jackson. Um, anyway, meanwhile, back at J.D., Pocket Cast has a great share to specific timestamp feature, and it works really well. I'll have to check that out. If I remember right, Pocket Cast is the one that is cross-platform. There's a correct Android version and a iOS version of that that um, works out really, really well. So pretty handy. Um, Jim, what uh, – we got three minutes. I, I, yeah. This is that weird three minutes. But you're like, do I do another question or do we just end the show? Uh, let me see what we got left here. Um, mm, 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 here we go. Uh, from Beetle, B-E-D-L-E. This probably seems like a very basic question. I'm very new to this podcasting thing. I would like to limit the access to my podcast to a private audience. Uh, is the best approach to not publish and just promote the episode sharing the episodes on the Buzzsprout link? This was from the Buzzsprout thing. Uh, the best thing there, no, because... Even if you don't promote it, if it's on the internet, Google's going to find it. So you need something like Supercast, Glow.fm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other private stuff. Um, oh, Patreon, duh. Patreon has one. Uh, so, yeah, because when it's on the internet, Google can still find it. I've had people that Libsyn has a thing called a file for download only, and people upload PDFs to that, and it will never go you know, anywhere basically. But if Google finds it, now it can start showing up in search results because it's a PDF and that causes some people grief. I'm like, well, file for download only is kind of like, it's not really, you don't need a login name and password to get to it. When you have something like a Patreon or, you know, all these other ones yeah. that makes it uh, a little more secure. So, uh, but as she said, uh, she's new to this thing. So that's, that's the answer to that. Uh, Get get the the right tool for the right job will uh, get you in the right direction. So now I can ask you, Jim, what's coming up on uh, Home Gadget Geeks this week? Yeah, uh, Paul Brarin joins us. Uh, talk a little bit, catch up a little bit on EV, you know, electric vehicles, and some of those things. Some some conversation around, and I disagree with my guest. Live there you go on the show. So if you want to. It's not uncomfortable. You'll be fine. It's kind of fun. So uh, I'll publish it a little bit later today, homegadgetgeeks.com. Will I need, like, to hug myself or something? Mom and dad are fighting on, on this show. 
he he says to me at one point, Jim, I have to disagree with you. <laughs> and I think he felt really bad about that. I'm like, no, 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 I enjoy this That's, kind of. I do this every Saturday morning with Dave Jackson, so I enjoy this. Thing. Siskel and Ebert was one of my favorite shows growing up. And the whole time, I just was like, uh, I just needed to know, does the bald guy like the movie or not? That was it. There was the bald guy and the fat guy. And I was like, I yeah. always agreed with the bald guy. And was I it manufactured, do you think? Their, their disagreements, was it manufactured? I don't think so. That's a good question. That's a really good question. Uh, I think the anything on ESPN now is it's like here, uh, you know, Joe, announcer number one. Yeah. You hate LeBron, and uh, here we go. Here's your here's your points. Uh, person number two, you love LeBron and go. And then they turn on the cameras, and it's it's great. Shannon Sharp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Shannon Sharp. Exactly. And what's the other guy's name? Uh, Skip. Skip, Skip. here you go. You think Michael Jordan is the best. Here's your notes. Yep, yep, and Shannon, yep. here you go. You love LeBron. Yep. So on the uh, School of Podcasting this week, I'm talking about what makes your show bingeable and some actual strategies. So bring your pen and pencil on how to make your show more bingeable because there's a lot of things that Netflix is doing that you can do with your podcast. So that is coming out on Monday on the School of Podcasting. So we'll be back next week with another fun episode of Ask the Podcast Coach.